Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 445 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today, I'm talking about behavior modification. This is something I definitely want to do episodes on every so often to make sure it is really driven home to the listeners of this show on that you have to modify behaviors to see lasting weight loss success. I think that is something that a lot of people get wrong in their weight loss journeys and something that needs to be uh, taken into account when you're kind of deciding how you're going to go about losing fat, whether it's adding cardio, adding steps, adding um, more vegetables, decreasing calories, anything like that. You need to think of things as behavior changes that you'll have to probably maintain later on. I'll talk about what I mean in today's show and uh, we'll get into it. Thank you for listening. And if you like the written versions of these episodes a little better than listening to my uh, voice, you can go to medium.com. Um, I think my handle is stoltzfit on there. So medium.com slash at stoltzfit. I'll put that in the description of this podcast. You can use the link and you can read the blog articles there. Thank you much for listening and let's get started. All right, so let's talk about something that a lot of people get wrong in their weight loss journeys, which is, I think, going all in on stuff too soon and getting really aggressive. Now, we need to talk a little bit about all the different nuances in this. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds, but I do think an aggressive approach is right for some people. Like, if you do need to lose weight for health reasons, get the weight off, you know, you're really high percent body fat, I guess, you know, 40, 50% body fat, you need to drop some weight and some body fat to optimize health and get yourself, um, you know, maybe your blood sugar or help your knees out or your back or just get uh, your heart in better shape, things like that. You can go with an aggressive approach, losing two, three pounds a week, doing lots of cardio, that kind of thing. It can work. But I think what's important is that you need to realize you are going to have to change behaviors long term for success. So for most people, you are going to need to do stuff that you can do long term. Now, a sustainable approach, of course, is best for most people. Um, I think the main point I'm trying to drive in this episode, which I'll kind of open with and then back up just a little bit is that you won't be able to go back to what you're doing when you were at your heavier weight when you're at your lighter weight, if you want to maintain it. Of course, the biggest issue that we see in the fitness space with weight loss is people gaining it back, such as biggest loser type studies, right? Where people gained all the weight back and then some, probably this isn't because of something like metabolic adaptation or um, too much cardio or too aggressive of an approach that was probably okay. But what didn't happen during that process was these contestants didn't modify their lifestyle in a way they could sustain and they just went right back to what they're doing beforehand. So here's kind of what I mean. If you are 300 pounds, you want to be 200 pounds. You can, you know, let's say you're eating a certain amount of food at 300 pounds, taking a certain amount of activity at 300 pounds. At 200 pounds, you probably are going to need less food and more activity to maintain that as you go on. So you're going to need to ramp up the activity to keep up that weight and you're going to need to decrease food or a combo of those. Usually it's going to result most of the time in mainly reduced calorie intake, right? What your maintenance calories technically are at 300 pounds 
definitely are going to be higher than they will be at 200 pounds. That's something people really don't realize when they go to lose weight is that you might be dieting, you know, let's say a little smaller example that's less extreme. You're 250 pounds and you're getting to one, uh, 200. So you're losing 50 pounds. You lose 50 pounds, your metabolism is vastly different because you are a lighter version of yourself. You're burning fewer calories walking around because you're lighter. You take fewer calories to maintain the amount of mass you have. And uh, you are unfortunately going to have to eat less to maintain that new weight. So what a lot of people do wrong is they go right back to what they were doing before once their diet's over. They start running, start meal planning, eating chicken and rice and broccoli to get to the point that they need to be. And then they go right back to where they were eating, you know, 3000 calories a day or more and reducing activity down to just a walk with the dog once in a while. What you have to do is modify your lifestyle and you're going to have to find your new maintenance calories. Now, I think the most effective way and the way that I recommend is to just modify your lifestyle as part of your weight loss journey. That is the most effective way because you're actually you're actually going to be establishing the habits that are going to keep you at the weight you're getting to down the road. So if you are 300 pounds going to 200 pounds, you're going to have to get used to eating more protein, eating more vegetables, reducing your carbon fat intake a little bit. You're going to have to get used to eating fewer calories, eating out less. You're going to have to get used to walking 7, 8, 10, 12,000 steps a day and making that your lifestyle now. It's going to have to be something that adjusts and sticks. And that's what a lot of people get wrong is that they like to get the weight off and then go back to what they're doing before, not realizing that is their new maintenance. It doesn't have to do with metabolic adaptation, really. So you don't get that confused where, oh, I dieted on 2000 calories and now I have to eat 2000 calories or I broke my metabolism or my body adapted. It's not that it's that you are lighter and uh, you require less energy. So you can't go back to your old behaviors because you will gain weight again because you're a different version of yourself. So again, I guess, you know, the, we can make this podcast as long or short as I want to, I guess, because we could go deep into the weeds here because I think, um, there's a lot of little details and nuance that goes into this where you could go with an aggressive approach, kind of reduce things, make it a little bit more complicated the best approach is probably to just modify your lifestyle from the start and um, get those things kind of drilled in. So when you're at that new weight, you can easily maintain it. Um, I'll give you a few methods. And typically, if someone came up to me and wanted to lose 50, 100 pounds and keep it off, which is the biggest struggle, I would give them the method of add, don't restrict. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but if you missed it, essentially you want to focus on additions to your diet instead of subtractions from your diet. This helps mentally, helps with satiety, and helps modify your lifestyle in a way that will set you up to keep the weight off. So what are you going to do? Maybe week one, you add water. So you're drinking eight to 10 glasses of water a day. Week two, you add more protein. So you're eating maybe... 0.8 times your body weight in protein per day, or maybe 0.7 for people that are more overweight. So you're adding in protein because most people probably aren't getting enough protein. Then the next week, week three, you add in vegetables and fruit. Maybe you try to include two servings of vegetables or fruit at each meal. 
no matter what. So now let's look at your eating plan, right? You might be eating the same. You haven't really tracked or reduced calories, but you're eating more protein, which is going to fill you up and it's going to um, take up part of your meal, right? If you're eating chicken breast instead of spaghetti, you're going to have lower calories. It's going to fill you up more and it's taking up part of your plate. Then you're adding fruits and vegetables. So you're getting micronutrients. You're getting energy from that. You are also increasing satiety here and getting the health benefits. Um, so now you have protein veggies and you're staying hydrated throughout the day, also promoting satiety and energy. Maybe the last week you add in some tracking and kind of see where your calories are. That kind of method of adding, not restricting, and you can even go further. Maybe you start adding steps. So instead of restricting food further from there, once you know your calorie intake, you just add 2000 steps to your normal day. So that is a mile walk. You walk a mile, then maybe four weeks down the road, you add another mile. And soon, you know, what does this look like down the road? Well, regardless of what your weight's doing, regardless of the calories you're eating, you're eating more protein, you're eating more vegetables, you're drinking water and staying hydrated. You're taking probably seven to 10,000 steps a day and the weight's going to be coming off at that point. And that is a great way to do it, a healthy way to do it and a way that promotes lifestyle change, which is necessary for keeping the weight off. Again, it's the biggest struggle people have is keeping the weight off because you are a different version of yourself at the lighter body weight. You cannot go back to the behaviors you were doing before the diet and expect that weight loss to stick around. So what you're doing needs to be sustainable. What you're doing needs to be creating habits in your mind and your daily life that you will do for a long time or forever. Of course, you can spice things up here and there and change things around and go through phases, but overall, it's best to modify your lifestyle and behavior. So I could go around in circles on that, I feel like forever, because it's a point that a lot of people miss. And it's a point that unfortunately is not talked about enough in diet space and in fitness is actually changing your lifestyle through a healthy way so you can keep the weight off. I think that's not talked about enough and I could go around forever with it. But I'm going to end here and kind of leave this up to your mind to kind of take this on, you know, its own little journey on how you want to think about and elaborate on this. I can do more episodes on this if you like the topic, but, you know, I think metabolic adaptation especially is something that's really overblown and really misunderstood. Yes, when you diet on lower calories, your metabolism adapts, but it's not broken and the adaptation is actually quite small and doesn't affect you negatively. In those biggest loser studies, they actually found that the people who had the most metabolic adaptation actually had the most success with their weight loss and keeping it off, which is because you kept that smaller body weight, right? So you had the adaptation, meaning you just ate fewer calories and were able to modify your lifestyle to do that forever because you are a smaller version. And that's where people mess up. So if you ever want help with that kind of thing, you can reach out to me through email, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I always put that email in the description of the podcast. You can get in touch with me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, episode 445, just a little mini episode today, I guess. Uh, more good stuff to come, and uh, talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening. 